0: friendo I Edited myself no country for old men, but I Added Frendo a bunch more times. You know that scene you've, you may have seen the scene even if you haven't seen the whole movie uh, What's the most you've ever bet on a coin toss? I edited that so he says friendo far more and it's actually a nice conversation Didn't get that many views, but I found it funny. I put it on Twitter in my um picture. It's a bit of a meme, me saying friendo. I'm not sure what brought it on or why I say it, but uh, I like it. I like it. How much friendo? 69 cents. Y'all getting any rain up your way? What way would that be, friendo? I've seen you was from Dallas. That's the way it is, friendo. Is something wrong? With what? With anything. Is that what you're asking me, Frendo? You don't know what you're talking about, Frendo. Just passing the time. What time do you go to bed, Frendo? Somewhere around 9:30. I'd say around 9:30. Well done, Frendo. It'll be something else. I don't know. Will there, Frendo? well i got to close now frendo youtube releasing its own version of clips did you guys see that youtube is implementing its own version of clips it's basically just the same as clips on twitch except rather than just linking to the clip it links to the part of the live stream or or upload a video you can do it with uploaded videos as well which to be honest with you is far more efficient and better arguably than the twitch version except that it doesn't seem to have any way for you to mass download clips that have been made of your content or um or to even see all the clips that have been made of your content it's just for viewers to share particular moments i'm sure someone out there is probably going to be like Oh man, YouTube is just copying Twitch. But in reality, Twitch just stole that feature from OddShot. Twitch just, uh, w- everyone used to use OddShot to make clips, which which is, is exactly what the tw- Twitch clip thing is. And then Twitch stole that feature, and now YouTube is stealing that feature from uh, Twitch. But it just goes to show, over time, YouTube is just gonna continue to implement every single feature that Twitch has. And then it's just gonna again come down to which place has the most viewers and the most streamers and whatnot. Because you can't even like gift memberships and stuff on uh, YouTube yet. Like uh, on the announcement for this uh, Valkyrie or whatever her name is uh, was like, hey, you know, when are we going to be able to give memberships? I mean YouTube's feature of being able to scroll back a couple of seconds if you miss something is uh, such an amazing feature. How many times have you guys been watching a stream and you've missed something so you've had to click clip in order to make a clip so you can watch the previous 15 seconds or whatever. It's happened to me so many fucking times, which is actually advantageous for me, because it makes more clips for my clips channel. But as for a viewing experience, it's, it's not a very good one. Even more infuriating, it sometimes takes so long for VODs to generate on Twitch, that if you even if you go to the VOD, to see like the last minute of the stream, it cannot be there. Multiple times, even as a content creator, I've wanted to go back in my VOD to see what just happened, that's not there. The VOD system on on Twitch is terrible. And while Twitch, and while YouTube seems interested in continuing to bridge the gap in features between it and Twitch, Twitch doesn't seem to have any interest in doing the same, which is, does not bode well for the future. That's what I'm saying. YouTube's commitments to not being trash in regards to their live streaming, which, you know, I don't think they're there yet, but their commitments to that is very obvious, while, uh, Amazon's commitments to improving on Twitch is not immediately obvious, you know? No news about why Dr. Disrespect was banned. Have there been any developments on why Dr. Disrespect was banned? To my knowledge, no, there's been no developments. You would think that some Reddit detective would have found if there had been any, um, Lawsuits or whatever being filed. The assumption was always that there would be lawsuits. Unless of course Doc ended up actually getting paid out his entire contract when he got banned or something. Which seems unlikely. Because remember that Doc had recently signed with Twitch for millions of dollars. Like just a couple of months before he got banned permanently, so. That's part of the reason why everyone was so confused. What is Facebook gaming doing to grow its live streaming? Disguised Toast, to my knowledge, is not a partner on Twitch. Disguised Toast moved to uh, Facebook Gaming. It took a large, fat contract to do so. Is, is Disguised Toast to a partner on Twitch? I'm, I'm assuming not. No, exactly. There hasn't seemed to be any more high-profile people going to Facebook Gaming, which is weird. Does anyone know of any big content creator going to Facebook Gaming any, any, any recently? Um, it's, of course, uh, Toast can stream on other platforms. It's only Twitch that prevents you from streaming on other platforms. The only one. Being a partner on Twitch has the greatest restrictions of any partnership, of any live streaming platform. And the revenue share is arguably the worst or one of the worst. Like, it's, it's base rate for partnership is the worst. Uh, But obviously, as is, you know, public knowledge, once you... Get some subs whatever you you get a better contract or whatever, but you're not meant to discuss what that contract is But obviously those contracts are more competitive. What's the worst restriction that you can only stream on Twitch? PewDiePie is going to Facebook gaming That's not true, is it? No, it's not. No, he signed a huge contract for uh, with YouTube Matt recently two big youtubers uh, moved to Facebook gaming Lolito Fernandez and Rob Lee S. Interesting. Did they stream? on YouTube before that? It seems like a good move. Potentially less expensive to find some really large content creator who doesn't live stream and pay, paying them some money to get them to live stream. But there's a significant possibility that they'll suck at live streaming and not like it, you know? Off from Spain and uh, Argentina. The non-English side of live streaming is huge the non-English speaking live streaming world is, uh, blowing up crazily. Like, you remember the- I showed that on stream, right, the- someone did, like, a- uh, an analysis of the largest content creators on Twitch and how they connect to each other. I was on- I was on the page, but I was on- in, like, my own little circle by myself. No connections to anyone. But there was this huge section of just Spanish content creators who had basically effectively no connection to anyone else, but were just like a huge part of the platform. Being bilingual is, uh, certainly, it certainly has uh, advantages in terms of, you know, you can just um, um, easier reach more audiences, right? Do I watch Spanish content creators? No, because I don't speak Spanish. And even then, the, the content that they'd make would not be of particular interest to me. As in, like, uh, the content that is popular in the, with the Spanish content creators is... The same content that's very popular with the English ones and uh, stuff I don't watch, you know, Rust and uh, Fortnite and uh, all the shooters and stuff. Yeah, the Greg or whatever his name is um did set the uh, highest live streaming record on uh, Twitch. Actually, I think he has like three, three of the top fifteen largest streams that have ever been done or something. <laughs> you don't speak English and you see me, <laughs> said with perfect English. Seventy-five percent of Germans can't speak English. Really? I thought um being bilingual with English was very common in Germany. Like, uh, young people, I, I thought in school it was required to learn English and German. Is that not true? Yeah, like, like um, to, to my understanding, with a lot of these smaller European countries, it's common, or at least not uncommon, for um, the older generations to only speak, you know, German or or whatever. But the younger generations all learn English in school. Like English is the uh, cross-border language or whatever. Well, someone Google how many, how many, what percentage of people speak English as a second language in Germany? Just Google it. Literally everyone in Europe who has ten to thirty-five speaks English. Uh, at least sixty-six percent, around fifty-six percent. Yeah, I, I think it's, I think it's very common. 63 percent of Germans can speak English. Fifty-six percent. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, that sounds about. Well. I mean, as. Uh, India and China continue to uh, branch out and, and grow as uh, superpowers or whatever, knowing a language that can communicate with those markets is, uh, would seemingly be very good. Although, of course, speaking English in, in those countries, I'm sure, is uh, at least somewhat common. Like, I just know, uh, I saw some video of M- Mudaha talking about, um, some ordinary gamer talking about his upbringing or whatever. Uh, And talking about how his family made sure that he knew their native language as well as English And he wants to do the same for his kids and he considers it to be an advantage, which I agree with Have I considered ending my partnership with Twitch? Would I turn down partnership with Twitch? No, I am already a partner with Twitch. If I sincerely believed that being somewhere else was more advantageous to me, I would be there, but I don't think that's the case. I still think Twitch is the best live streaming platform right now, especially for me, who's already a partner. But as I've said, I, I, have, I do not believe that Twitch is doing enough to safeguard their market dominance. I just, I just don't. I'm just questioning why they are not updating their partnership requirement thing. 75 average viewership, since they don't accept people with those stats anymore. What makes you believe they don't accept people with those requirements? I thought that's the criteria for you to submit. Like, not to be automatically accepted. Like, they take into account more things than simply that, you know? It's the basic requirements to be considered, not the basic requirements to be accepted. My Twitter is full of those people who post their rejections from Twitch who average like 120 viewership. Yeah, I don't know, limitless. I don't know. I never saw the 75 viewer thing as a, a guaranteed partnership. I, th- I thought it was just to yeah, submit. We'll I was meant to play Rust with Modest Pelican. Oh man, I saw that uh, Modest Pelican was doing uh, Rust today for the first time. And uh, I, was, I was meant to stream with him as well when he was doing it. But I felt so shit for so long. And that kinda of just felt like the opportunity slipped by. I really should send him a DM and apologize. If I didn't feel shit like a week ago, we would have done it a week ago. And it, it kind of feels like the, the hype for Rust has died down now. I hope I didn't screw him over. Fuck me and ruining my goddamn sleeping pattern. I'm so unreliable. Maybe you'll still be live or something after I'm done and post him or something. A strange edit I made in my sleeping dogs video. I wonder how many people were confused. In my edit, if um Sleeping dogs there was a dream sequence. He was having where there was just a bunch of lines from the previous scenes being said in like a Echoey kind of voice with subtitles and there was a scene where where a dude was like I don't like this cocksucker or something Oh, no, this the, the, I don't like this cocky motherfucker or something And so I just edited it. So it all it says is just I don't like this cock and then he wakes up <laughs> I thought it was such a confusing scene Because it comes out of nowhere, like it isn't obvious that he's dreaming And there's just there's just another sequence where he's just waking up <laughs> I don't know. It was a funny video, man. It didn't didn't crack 100k views, but uh, thought what came of it was very good When I start speedrunning again, it will be very meme-y I am going to treat speedrunning much more meme than I ever did previously as in I will take it seriously to an extent, don't get me wrong, I will try, but most of my first 50 runs or something, it's just gonna be me completing the game with the speedrun strats with a mod on, so the, the, the runs won't even be able to submit, be submitted anyway. My goal will be to complete a run a stream, and like every run that I complete will be different. I may even make it its own series. Of course, the mods that will be interesting will be somewhat limited because uh, I won't be watching the cutscenes. Why using mods? Just to change things up a bit, because I won't be competitive for world record in the beginning anyway, so I may as well have some fun with it. The thing most lacking in GTA 5 that I want them to improve. What I really want for GTA 6 is for the NPCs in the game to have more life to them. Like when I was playing GTA Online yesterday and we went into that apartment or whatever for that party and all the NPCs were just so lifeless and barely talking like some of them were just standing completely still and doing nothing and it's just like it didn't feel like you were at at a party right I think I've seen footage of Hitman and it actually looks like you're at an event I suppose that's probably the part of GTA 5 that has that has aged the worst it's it's his NPCs because I think there have been significant developments in the way that NPCs interact and what they do in the world in, in games. And I, I have a vague recollection of seeing something somewhere that Rockstar filed a patent or something in 2019 for some way of doing neural AI stuff for NPCs. I'm, I'm not sure. Am I, am I remembering this correctly? Can't remember where I saw that. Yep, people people confirm that there's a thing. Yeah. So, so you've got to imagine they've identified this uh, as well. Red Division 2 was great with NPCs. I can't recall how my income differs between Twitch and YouTube. Which platform gives you better income, YouTube or Twitch? Maybe only for the last three months YouTube ha- gives me more income. It was close before that, but there's no way Twitch can compete now because of the Eclipse channel. I mean, even without the Clips channel, uh, my main channel still gives more. There's just so many more people on YouTube. It just has room to be so much bigger, you know? Does the Eclipse channel pay well? What do you mean by well? Because... The ad revenue per view on my Eclipse channel is effectively nothing. Let's just say that... You know how they say, Ah, rule of thumb, a dollar per thousand views. And like, everyone knows that's nonsense. For the vast majority of channels, it's, it's way higher than that. For my Eclipse channel, it's way lower than that. Like, way, way, way lower than that. And the reason is because there's an internal cooldown on YouTube as to how fast you can get ads. And because there's no mid-rolls on any of the videos and, uh, and you can watch 10 videos in that internal cooldown, you're not likely going to get an ad. So, uh, the views may be super high. Like, if you had the kind of views that my Clips channel had on a normal channel, you'd you'd be rolling in it, right? But, uh, because it's Clips, I'm not. It is still just because of how many views there are, it's, it still makes a nice bit of money. I'm not gonna quit <laughs> doing everything else and just upload clips, is what I'm saying. I was talking in a Discord for content creators recently, and it became readily apparent that even my main channel, the money that it makes per thousand views is really low by comparison to most channels. Like there's CPM and there's RPM, like a. I don't know what does RPM stand for, but it's like like the real actual money that you get and some people are getting like Ten bucks a thousand views and I'm getting like a, a tiny fraction of that as it's as I've pointed out many times While all us youtubers are in the same business What we actually do and what we receive in the job is very different It is as different as can be some people upload one video a month for a bajillion dollars, and some people upload 10 trillion videos a day for 15 cents, kind of thing. I've always just assumed it's because my audience, uh, all of that, because I make violent video game content, right? And so the amount of people who want to put ads on that is less. My idea of violent and offensive differs from the norm. Would Among Us count as a violent video game? Ah, uh, I don't know. It is very clear to me that I have a different idea of what is normal, acceptable content than potentially most advertisers do. I was like, how? I'm like, how could you possibly see this as problematic? And because uh, I mean, I, I I play a well, I'm Australian, and I play this game all day. Like, uh, what kind of content seems irregular to me would be different from the average person. It still boggles my mind that people exist who can care about swear words, or that the concept of swear words exists in society. It's nonsense. No words are inherently offensive. No word has an inherent meaning that just misunderstands words. The only reason some words are more offensive than others is social convention, and therefore the social conventions can change. What What isn't an offensive word today, was not necessarily an offensive word 50 years ago, and it won't necessarily be an offensive word 50 years from now. What matters is what is being communicated by the word. If tomorrow, so so let's take the N-word. If people in the past, and sometimes in the present, use the N-word to communicate a disrespect, a a, a disgust, um, and even a dehumanization of black people. If tomorrow, people stopped using the N-word for this purpose, and started using kafibul for that purpose, then kafibul will then become the word that is socially uh, abhorrent or what have you. But it will have nothing to do with the word itself. It'll be what's being communicated by the word. What's important isn't the word, but what's being communicated by the word, the feeling behind it, right? And why swear words are weird is because it doesn't matter the context of what you're communicating with the swear word. In fact, most swear words are just pointless filler words. They're just something to mindlessly communicate uh, a particular feeling of, like, annoyance or what have you. There are some words that literally have no meaning except to be filler words to communicate something, like like sodding. Look up what sodding means. It, it, it just, it's just a, a filler thing. Potentially playing Hitman. Well, I play Hitman 3? Not until I've played the earlier Hitmans. I'd much rather play the other Rockstar games before I move to Hitman, though. But Hitman does seem interesting. I think people will get really mad at me though, because I will probably just want to shoot people and I won't be stealthy enough. People are like, Why are you not meant to do that. Oh my god, you're so dumb. But like, I've just I just let me shoot the people, <laughs> Yeah, Hitman does look interesting, uh, the speedruns. I've been watching Elijah do some occasionally. Sourcing by new on Ramble videos can be somewhat painful. Woke up this morning. I did something very stupid. I read the YouTube comment section on one of my rambles. What a dumb fucking move. Poor strategy to maintain sanity. Over there, the, the top comments are always pretty good, but you sort by new and you get these occasional comments where you're like, how, how are you still alive? How, how is it that you haven't just like accidentally walked outside into the rain, held your mouth aloft and just drowned? How are you able to tie your shoes? Because I am skeptical that you can. Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.